Hello, and welcome to the Green Book Commentaries. I'm Dr. Arthur Plessa. Episode 43, Specific Chiropractic and Epilepsy. Doctors of chiropractic and students of the greatest healing profession, welcome back for another insightful episode. We are on the adjusting floor with BJ Palmer, placing atlas and axis subluxations under Pisiform, helping the sickest of the sick get well and stay well. In this episode, BJ shows us the protocol for adjusting a patient with epilepsy. For those chiropractors whom have accepted epileptic patients, you know the apparent struggles of taking care of such serious conditions. However difficult it can be, and sometimes even scary. BJ imparts confidence to the chiropractor who does specific work. Cervical spinographs to determine which vertebra is causing the subluxation. Neurocalligraph pattern analysis, knowing when to adjust and when to wait. And the cessation of epileptic drugs. Despite how well a chiropractor follows specific protocol, if patient continues to take drugs, a complete correction is just not possible. Specific chiropractic restores that which drugs reduce. They have an opposite effect to each other and patient needs to know this fundamental principle if they desire to get well. For those who practice specific chiropractic using pattern analysis, you'll really enjoy studying this case. Remember the principle of once a major, always a major? For the uninitiated, this means that whatever vertebra is the causative subluxation, it will always be the one. Going further, this vertebra will also subluxate to the same side, having the same letter listing. So if patient is spinographed and an atlas ASR is revealed, Every time the patient's pressure pattern is present, Atlas is in the ASR subluxated position. This is a strong rule to follow, and after 11 years of practicing knee, chest, upper cervical, I can say with confidence that this holds true easily 99% of the time. So what can cause a listing to change? How can an atlas ASR shift to the opposite side and create an ASL subluxation? How about a concussion of forces applied with proper intent, but at wrong place or at wrong time? In other words, a chiropractic adjustment. In this episode, our patient started as an, as an atlas, ASR, subluxation. BJ adjusted it and stabilized it, then referred patient back home to local chiropractor, who even used a neurokilometer. Following an adjustment from local chiropractor, patient began to get worse and returned back to the BJ Palmer 
chiropractic clinic. A new set of spinographs were taken. Atlas was found to be ASL, not ASR anymore. Patient's pressure pattern also changed. For this reason, it's important to always have spinographs and heat patterns on all patients. Can you imagine how much worse patient would have gotten if BJ had just adjusted off of the old films? Case in point, while it's rare, be aware that Atlas and Axis listings may change. We begin our reading from volume 25, page 403. Case number 1560. These records are unique for their research value in the cause and correction of an incoordination diagnosed epilepsy, as revealed by Neurocalligraph, nerve pressure pattern behavior during period of reaction and retracing, and clinical picture of severe withdrawal symptoms. History, age 24 years. Condition, diagnosed as epilepsy, grand mal since age of seven years. Most of the convulsions occur at night, averaging one to five every 24 hours. Patient's entrance remarks, the longest that he has gone without any attacks has been two or three weeks, and that was immediately after adjustment from local chiropractor. <clears throat> Patient has been taking phenobarbital for past 17 years. Drugs prescribed for epileptic interfere in the making of accurate chiropractic analyses. These drugs are depressant in nature and either obliterate or camouflage, especially neurocalligraph findings. We so instruct our patients. They either cease taking them or gradually reduce the dosage until they finally eliminate them entirely. We realize that in the majority of cases where drugs have been taken over a period of years, there may follow withdrawal symptoms which may be severe in character when the drug is withdrawn. Where a patient has been taking an unusually large amount of these drugs, we hesitate to at once drop the drug entirely. However, the faster they can be discontinued, the quicker correction can be made. In this case, the amount of drugs ingested daily averaged about one and a half grains of phenobarbital. This was discontinued a day or two prior to entering the clinic. Much of the reaction following reduction of nerve pressure was, in our opinion, withdrawal symptoms as case reports indicate. There was a question in the father's mind when these reactions became severe, whether or not his son could pull through. Those of us who are very closely associated day by day with these cases may also question the advisability of allowing these withdrawal symptoms to discontinue. In this particular case, there was that question in our minds. I took this question directly to Dr. Palmer, an example. Shall we put this boy back on a reduced amount of phenobarbital in order to cut down on the severe withdrawal symptoms? His comments were, let us analyze this case. 
He has been under drugs for the past 17 years. He continued to get worse. Continued normal mental balance was despaired of. The patient was brought here for correction. Drugs are a hindrance. They have no corrective value. Why jeopardize the ultimate progress of this case by returning to the original treatment in any degree? The wisdom of this line of reasoning certainly has been borne out in this case. We certainly want to commend the father on his intelligent understanding of what we were doing as well as his cooperation. As a father, he could have interpreted the severe reactions and withdrawal symptoms as an indication of his son getting worse. Scan 1. Patient admitted to the B.J. Palmer Chiropractic Clinic, November 30, 1943. Spinal graph analysis revealed atlas, subluxated anterior, superior, right, and rotated with the right transverse anterior. Neurocalograph reading. On the opposite page are the neurocalograph findings made of the cervical neck region with the top horizontal curved line representing the occiput, base of skull. This reading presents the nerve pressure pattern before an adjustment was given. Scan 2. Patient was post-checked within a few minutes after adjustment and placed on a cot, moved back to a restroom. Here, he was asked to sleep if he could for two or three hours. Scan 3. Neurocalograph reading. Shows slight heat line at atlas. Case report. Head felt clearer, as though a load had been lifted. Noticed increase in hunger after the adjustment. Scan 4. Neurocalograph reading. Very slight return of pattern. Case report. Father reports, father reports case had an attack about 9 o'clock last evening of average severity. Another attack in sleep about 4 o'clock this morning, which lasted several minutes. And, I believe, was more violent and convulsive than I have witnessed during the past 17 years. Attack was followed after apparent waking by about 30 minutes of talking about imaginary things in various parts of the room. Scan 5. Neurocalograph reading. Very slight, very slight return of pattern. Case report. Father reports one seizure at 9.15 of average severity and duration. Another attack in sleep at 11.30 lasting several minutes and with most violent convulsion in his history. During the attack, his entire body was rigid as a board with very violent jerking, snorting, choking, and strangling as if he was very difficult to hold in bed. This attack was followed by almost by about 30 minutes of complete loss of memory, incoherent talking, forcing himself out of bed running around room and bathroom, and making a strenuous effort to leave room through window. On waking at 3 a.m., he complained of very terrific headache, especially in left side. At 7.45 a.m., another very severe attack 
very similar to the one at 11.30, except that it was followed by sound sleep instead of talking. Scan 6. Neurocalligraph reading, good. Case report, patient reports had five seizures since leaving clinic yesterday of average severity. Scan 6A. Neurocalligraph reading shows very slight return of reading. Case report has had 11 attacks since leaving clinic Saturday, one of them hardest of all to date. Scan 7. Neurocalligraph reading. Good. Case report has had five attacks since yesterday of about average severity. Complains of numbness in both hands. Scan 8. Neurocalligraph reading. Good. Slight heat line. No break pattern. Case report has had seven attacks since leaving clinic yesterday. The lighter attacks end with exhaustion and no convulsion. Scan 9. Neurocalligraph reading. Improved. Case report had four attacks since leaving clinic yesterday, which have been lighter than usual. Had a very restful night between the attacks. So far today, it has been hard to keep him awake. Mind blank today. Can read time on the clock, and that is about all he can answer today. Still complains of numbness in both hands. Scan 10. Neurocalligraph reading. Some evidence of heat, no break pattern. Case report has had four attacks since yesterday. Very nervous and jittery all night. No kidney or bowel action since yesterday. Scan 11. Neurocalligraph reading, rough, no break pattern. Case report, no attacks since yesterday. Slept fairly well until 4 a.m., then extremely nervous and jittery, and very hard to hold in bed. He has very frequent and sudden jerking of head, arms and legs, and is unable to walk straight. His walking, I believe, is similar to that of a blind horse, or probably worse. Mind apparently weaker, and gradually becomes more helpless. He refuses to eat except when fed like a baby. Scan 12. Neurocalligraph reading. Heat line in opposite direction to break pattern. Case report. Has had 10 attacks since Saturday. Most of them very mild. Saturday, Saturday was a very hard day for him. The worst since he came. He was extremely nervous and not a quiet or restful moment until after the attack at 1.20 a.m. Sunday. This attack and three following apparently quieted the nervousness permitting several hours of sleep, after which the mind was clearer than for several days, also stronger and definite improvement in general. Scan 13, neurocalligraph reading, improved. Case report. Four attacks since yesterday, very light, otherwise much improved. Scan 14, neurocalligraph reading, slightly rough. Case report, has had 10 attacks since yesterday, some of which were very severe. 
very nervous and hard to control, almost impossible to hold him in bed. This was the hardest night in two and a half weeks here. Scan 15. Neurocalligraph reading. Increasingly rough, especially lower cervicals. Case report. Had 19 attacks since yesterday, all of which were light. Father states his son never had this many attacks in one day. Mind was better through the night than the night before. Kidney and bowels are active. Scan 16. Neurocalligraph reading. About six-point heat line to left. No break pattern. Case report. Had 12 attacks since yesterday. All very light. Mind better than during the past few nights. Scan 17. Neurocalligraph reading. Slightly improved. Case report. Had 26 attacks since last report. Mind is apparently better this morning. Scan 18. Neurocalligraph reading. Shows heat line. No break in pattern. Case, thir- case report. Had 51 attacks since last report. Attacks are gradually harder, rather than milder as had been expected. Mentality seems better most of the time, but very dull at other times. Since adjustment, something has seriously affected the throat and ability to swallow food. After chewing several times, the normal correction. After chewing several times, the normal time requirement, the food is still retained in the mouth until more is packed in to force it down. The attacks have increased to the extent it is almost impossible to have a meal between them. And it is certainly no easy task to be continually pulling the patient from under the restaurant table with jaws locked full of food. Scan 19. Neurocalligraph reading. No break in pattern. Case report. Had 41 attacks since last report. Father states that for several hours, attacks occurred every 25 minutes to the minute. Most of these were very hard seizures, extremely difficult to hold in bed. Scan 20. Neurocalligraph reading. No break in pattern. Case report. 54 attacks since last report. These attacks are not only increasing in number, but also in severity each day. Mentality was very bad all night and this morning. There is a limit to the endurance of any human being, and I think this case has about reached that limit. If you have never had a parallel case, I am inclined to believe then it is perhaps impossible to estimate the duration of this terrible reaction. But surely there must be something that can be done for at least some temporary relief. Scan 21. Neurocalligraph reading. Very good. Case report. Had 78 attacks since last report. Several of those were mild attacks, but most of them, especially those in sleep, were very severe, very dull mentally. Scan 22. 
Neurocalligraph reading, good. Case report, 97 attacks since last report. Mental condition worse. Since the boy was having so many convulsions and no means of hospitalization here, and since the neurocalligraph readings remain good, in spite of the many severe convulsions, it was decided the father would take the boy home where he could have better facilities and more help to care for the boy during this period of reaction. The father was very much all in himself, having had very little, if any, sleep the past week. Case report, January 8, 1944. Father writes that the trip home was very hard and that he had at least 125 to 150 attacks in 24 hours. After the 27th, there was a very sudden and rapid change for the better from then to date. The week following the 27th, he had a very he had very few mild attacks, but no hard ones. For the last 5 days, they have been, they have apparently disappeared entirely. His appetite is ravenous and he sleeps sound all night. He has gained 8 pounds and his eyes are clear as well as his complexion. On January 4th, the patient was taken to the local chiropractor for a checkup, but there was no reading. Case report, March 4, 1944. Father writes, eight weeks have passed since my last report to you of the progress of my son, and I am now pleased to report that he has steadily improved and now in what I believe you would classify as perfect condition. He has not had a minute of trouble since January 2nd, has been working full-time since early in January, getting more regular sleep than ever before, mind very clear, still has excellent appetite. He is taken to local chiropractor for neurokilometer checking at least every two weeks, and each reading shows perfect. Case report, May 9, 1944. Letter states that patient is still doing fine and holding a very responsible position. Case reports, June 7, 1944. Patient writes, I regret to advise case number 1560 is again having some trouble after the best five months of his life. I think it is advisable to see you as soon as possible. When the patient arrived here, his father reported January 2nd to June 4th feeling fine, no trouble at all. Regular gain in weight from 124 to 166 pounds. On June 4th had some very bad teeth filled and in about one hour had mild epileptic attack followed by six others. He had some more during the 12-hour period. Case was adjusted. The checkout was good. The adjustment was followed by numerous attacks, both mild and extremely hard, for about 15 days. Since that time, he has been very drowsy and sleeps most of the time. Difficult to swallow food for several days. Also, badly constipated, but now improved had been working two jobs the past three months 
with too, with too little sleep. Scan 23. Patient spinograft. Spinograft reveals a shift to an atlas ASL. Neurocalograph reading, showing a left point break instead of the original right. Scan 24, post check. Scan 25, neurocalograph reading, shows improvement. Case report, a tired feeling of lassitude and exhaustion after the adjustment. Also, slight hunger. Slept three hours immediately after the adjustment and another hour after returning to the hotel. Ate a hearty dinner. Mentality much better than during the last two weeks. Had very restful night with about nine and one half hours sleep. Feeling very good today. Scan 26. Neurocalograph reading. Improved. Case report. Very restful night with about 10 hours of sleep. Feeling better than any time in past several weeks. 20, scan 27. Neurocalograph reading. Improved. Case report. Very good night with about 10 hours of sleep. Feeling better every day. Scan 28. Neurocalograph reading. Shows further improvement. Patient returned home but advised not to work so hard. Case report, July 27, 1944. We had this correspondence from his father. He is feeling fine, has had no trouble at all. He returned to work on July 1st, working full-time since that date. About one year later, patient had some return of the original trouble, was adjusted. Trouble disappeared within about two weeks. Our last report from the home chiropractor was that patient's fine, having normal, no more trouble. Where an illness of this nature has existed for a period of many years, periodic return of some of the symptoms is not unusual, even after apparent recovery. However, these recurrent cycles in a successful case will become spaced further and further apart until their eventual complete cessation. Thank you for joining me for another episode. I'm Dr. Arthur Plessa. This has been the Green Book Commentaries.